0: My name is Jason, and you're listening to the Embrace Church podcast. God is doing some incredible things at each one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota. To learn more about Embrace and maybe plan your visit, head on over to imembrace.com. We hope today's message brings you hope, inspires you, and encourages you in your walk with God. Let's dive in to today's message. At all of our campuses and network churches, can we put it up for Parker and just what God's doing inside of him? Parker represents just one person that God loves, one person that God is changing from the inside out, which is who we are as a church. And so, Parker, we're so thankful for you. And even on a personal level, I was overjoyed and thankful that I got to be a part of Parker's baptism myself. And again, just Parker, we're, we're excited, we're cheering you on, and can't wait to see what God has in store for you today. Though I'm excited to say Merry Christmas to all of you across campuses and network churches. Just excited that you are here and have decided to work. With us here today. This has always been my favorite service of the year. It combines two of the best things, fire and Jesus, and you know it's gonna be good. Uh, but my name is Adam, I'm one of the pastors here, and as I said, we're excited that you are with us today. But I also wanna say we'd love to have you join us again. As we look into the new year, we're gonna be kicking off a brand new series called You Complete Me. As humans, we often run to other humans in hopes that they will complete us. A spouse, a significant other, a friend, a neighbor, even a co-worker, we run to different people in hopes that they will complete us, and yet it never seems to work. And so as we step into this brand new year, we're going to talk about healthy expectations and relationships, and ultimately we're going to talk about the one, about the one who is able to complete us from the inside out. And so that is looking ahead, but today it is Christmas, and some of us know the Christmas story really, really well. We know all the characters of it, while others of us are still trying to figure out where Buddy the Elf fits into the story. Regardless of your understanding of the Christmas story, our hope is to get a fresh take on it, and to do so, we're looking through the eyes of the people who are actually there. To try and get a glimpse of Christmas, we're looking through the eyes of people who are actually a part of the Christmas story. And today, we're not actually going to look at a person or even a group of people, and today. Instead, today, we're going to look at the angels. We're going to look at the angels. Oddly enough, I was actually shocked by how much angels show up in and through the Christmas story. An angel first shows up to Mary and says, don't be afraid, Mary, you're going to have a baby. And then another angel shows up to Joseph and says, don't worry, it wasn't the milkman, instead it was the Holy Spirit that got her pregnant. And so there's all these angels that show up, but today the angels we're going to look at are the angels that are brother Luke talks about in Luke chapter 2. And so if you have a Bible with you across campuses and network churches, I encourage you to take it out. You can use the Bible on your phone. Use any Bible you want to use. But leading up to this story that Luke tells us, again, we find out that Mary is pregnant. She's expecting a baby. Joseph decides to stay with Mary. The two of them, they go to a town called Bethlehem. And when the time comes for the baby to be born, they start looking for a, a hotel that they can stay at. They look for a Holiday that they can find a room in. And yet, unfortunately, there are no rooms left. And so the baby is born, Jesus is born, he's wrapped in cloth and he's laid in a manger. And then picking up our story in verse eight, here is what our friend Luke tells us. It says, that night, he says, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, when suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. And they were terrified, But the angel said and reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Today, the Savior, yes, the Messiah has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. Again, there's this group of simple shepherds out in the field. They're working and watching their sheep. It's dark out when suddenly an angel appears. A heavenly messenger appears in the sky and says, Today, a Savior has been born. This angel is pumped. Today, a Savior, a Lord, he has been born. And so this angel's celebrating. He's celebrating. And then listen to what happens next. Check this out. Then suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased with. Again, there's this angel and then out of nowhere, a vast army of angels show up. It can also translate to say a large number of angels or a crowd of angels shows up and they begin to go crazy. This dark sky would have lit up and I just picture the sound of the roar, the roar. As these angels are crying out, glory to God, Peace on earth. Today, a Savior has been born. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You're out watching your sheep doing their thing. It's dark out, and all of a sudden, this army of angels lights up the sky. Can you imagine? This week, I, I tried to imagine it myself, I've read this story in the last four or five days, more times than I can count, just trying to picture what the angels and what the shepherds would have seen. And oddly enough, I started thinking about a football game from a couple of years ago if you're not into sports, bear with me for a couple of minutes. I, I apologize. But I started thinking about a game. It was, it was, the, it was, the, it was the playoffs, and there was 10 seconds left in, in, in this game. And some of you know where I'm going. It's the, the Minnesota Vikings uh, are down by a point. And, and speaking of the Vikings, I feel like we should have a moment of silence after last night. Can we just have a moment of silence just to grieve? It's a healthy thing to grieve, okay? And so there's 10 seconds left. Vikings have no time out. They're down. They're down by, by a point. They have 60 yards. They need to go if they hopes uh, of continuing on in, in, in the playoffs. I'll never forget this moment. I was watching. I was sitting on my ottoman in our living room, and I was just about to grab the remote to turn the TV off because this game is over. Like, it is totally over. This is not going to happen. And yet, just watch. And more than just watch, just listen. Just listen to what took place next. Try to work the ball. Insane, right I mean the crowd is is deafening it's the loudest moment in Minnesota Viking history and so back to my my living room I'm I'm sitting in my living room I'll never forget it we're watching this moment I got my boys in, in the room with me this takes place we're not Minnesota Vikings fans okay I love Jesus way too much to be Minnesota Vikings fans okay so so we're we're sitting in my living room we're watching the TV when this happens I kid you not we all stood up We all stood up. Mind you, I didn't tell my boys, hey guys, you're new to football. This is actually a pretty big deal. You actually might want to stand up in this moment. Didn't say a word. Instead, we all stood up. And the hair on my arms and on my back and in my ears and in my nose, don't picture it, it all stood up, it all stood up in all of its glory as well. And we began to cheer and we began to celebrate and we began to go completely insane. Again, it happened, we all stood up, including my son who does not like sports, like he does not want anything to do with football. I didn't tell him, hey buddy, this is actually a pretty big deal, even though you don't like football, you might wanna stand up. Instead, it happened, he stood up, we stood up and we began to go completely insane. Absolutely insane. Insane. Now, now, instead of picturing a stadium, picture the sky. In contrast, again, don't picture a small stadium. I've been to the stadium, so I know how big it is, but in contrast to the sky, it's actually really, really small. So don't picture a small stadium, picture a sky. And don't picture human beings. Instead, picture heavenly messengers. Picture an army of angels. Lighting up the sky, declaring glory to God, blessed is he. Today, a savior has been born. All week long, I'm like, I'm just, I'm like can you imagine? I just tried to understand like, what the shepherds would have seen and even more than what the shepherds would have seen what the shepherds would have heard like in that moment did they cover their ears because it was hurting it's like this is so loud like that viking stadium is so quiet like this is so loud did they cover their ears did they cover their eyes because it was so awesome they couldn't they couldn't look at it when some of them woke up because some of them were sleeping without even thinking about it did they sit up and then did they stand up it's like I don't even know why I'm standing up we're told on the classic hymn that shepherds quake at the sight did some of the shepherds these grown men did their knees begin to buckle these strong shepherds did they did they buckle and find themselves on their knees can you imagine the glimpse that we just saw this clip it's just that it's just a glimpse it's just a glimpse The shepherds would have seen. Just a glimpse of the awesomeness that they stood before. Awesome. I do have to say a quick side note. This week, one of our camp's pastors who happens to be married and has five children, he's a Vikings fan, he said this moment when he saw it in real time was the most joy-filled moment of his life. And then he said, afterwards, it felt like I took a drug of some kind. I said two things. Maybe never, ever say that to your wife or kids, okay? It'll scar them for for life. And then just to be safe, I asked him to take a drug test, you know? Like it's just, you can never be too safe about these things. No, but seriously though, here's the truth. Here's the truth. If you're not into sports, if you could care less about football, the clip that we just saw might not make any sense. And it's like, Okay, I'm not into sports, but like I can I can understand like that was a fairly athletic thing to do, and, and it was probably pressure filled because there was a few people in the stands watching them. But I don't really like football. Like I don't really understand what they're what the what they what they were doing. Again, like if you don't like sports, it's like, I, okay, he caught a ball and ran, and there was, like, but I, but I but grown men and women losing their minds. Like, I, I, like people go in completely and absolutely insane. Like, like, I don't understand, am I missing something in the same exact way? Maybe this is how you feel about Christmas. In the same exact way, it's like, I don't really understand. Like, maybe, maybe this is how you feel about Jesus and God and, and church. And whether you grew up in, in the church or not, It's like, sure, it's a nice story, and it's kind of a cute story, kind of like Santa Claus is a cute story, but I don't really understand why the angels are going completely insane, and honestly, it kind of makes me feel a little little uncomfortable just thinking about it. Or maybe for you, you grew up in the church, and it was more of a routine. You didn't feel anything. You kind of went on Sundays, that's what your family did. You didn't feel anything, like you you didn't get excited. Maybe your parents were even like, you need to be really, really quiet. Like this is supposed to be a miserable hour, okay? Like no smiling in church. Like the more horrible it is, the the better it is. Or maybe for you, you've heard the story. You've heard the story about, about Jesus. You've heard the story about the angels, but you've never really known it. You've, you've heard the story, but you've never really felt it. You've heard the story, but it's never really made sense. So you've, you've heard the story, but you just didn't get it. You've heard the story, like, for a long, long time, and you can honestly say, it's never made me want to stand up and celebrate and, and, and cheer. And maybe today, you're just wondering, like, why? Why can we celebrate? Like, just honest, I'm just asking, Pastor, like, why can we We celebrate? Why did the angels celebrate? And obviously, the angels celebrated to celebrate the birth of Jesus, right? But maybe you've never heard the full story about Jesus. Or maybe you've you've heard the story about Jesus, but at some point you forgot about the story about Jesus. And so, why can we celebrate? Why, Why can we celebrate this Jesus? Because, hear this Jesus, He came to forgive sinners. What does that mean? He, he came to forgive imperfect people, people who have made a lot of mistakes, people who have like a past, people who have like brokenness, people who have some things in their private life that they're not proud of. He came to take our crap, our sin, our garbage, our mistakes and remove it as far as the East is from the West. Why can we celebrate? I hear that and I'm like both arms up in the air like, I can celebrate that. Why can we celebrate? Because Jesus, he came to make the broken person whole. Maybe today or sometime, even this last week, you finally got quiet, like you shut off some of the noise, and it's just you and you, and you're just like, I'm so broken. Like, this is so broken. And Christmas, it just highlights all the brokenness. There's not a a good, healthy marriage in your entire family. Like, there's just all this brokenness just all around. Jesus, he came to make the broken person whole. Why can't we celebrate? Because he came to offer us a peace which surpasses all understanding. He offers that peace to the restless. Anyone restless? He came to offer love to the unlovable, the person who feels so overlooked, so unwanted, so disregarded. He came to offer that person love. Anyone want to celebrate that? Why can we celebrate? Because he came to rescue us came to rescue us out of our addiction, out of our garbage, out of the pit that we dug with our own two hands, and it's all our fault, and everyone knows it's our fault. Jesus, he came to pull us out of it. Why can we, why can we, why can we celebrate? Because it's Jesus, he came, us, he came to show us the path that leads to life. Just to say it as a friend, I'm so sorry if this hurts your feelings. You and I are terrible at being behind the wheel of our lives. We're terrible at being in the driver's seat. I say that so lovingly. You and I, we're like watching people drive the first snowfall of winter, you know that? Or you're just like, did they, have they ever driven in their entire life? That's you, that's me. I say that so lovingly, that's you. It's just like every wrong turn, what are they doing? Like, what is she doing? What is he doing? Why can we celebrate? Because through Jesus, we're able to have a relationship with God. Our God, he's not looking for us to do a routine. Our God isn't telling us to jump. Oh, hi, God, how high? How many times do I need to jump? He's not looking for that. Instead, he longs for us to know him the same way he already knows us. Why can't we celebrate? Because through Jesus, God himself invites us to come and follow him. Again, maybe you've heard the Christmas story, but you've never really known the Christmas story. And today you're just asking, why? I just want to know why. Like my soul wants to know why. For myself, up until about 20 years ago, I'd heard the Christmas story since I was in the womb myself, and yet I wanted nothing to do with God, nothing to do with church, nothing to do with Christians, a bunch of judgmental, hypocritical jerks. I wanted nothing to do with any of it. The Christmas story wasn't a cute story to me. It was a really stupid story, celebrated by people who had never read a science book in their entire life. But again, about 20 years ago, as a sophomore in high school. I couldn't have been further away from God. One Sunday morning, my parents woke up and without asking me, which is what they should do, they're my parents, not, not their parents, without asking my thoughts, they decided to go check out a different church. In my entire life, even since now, I can never remember a time that I ever laid into my dad, but that day on the way to the church, from the backseat of the car, I told him, Dad, this is the stupidest decision you've ever made. We're driving 30 miles one way to church. This is so stupid. Like, what are you doing? What are we doing? We got out of the car. As we walked up to the church doors, I continued to tell my dad, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. We sat down, and that day, a simple pastor got up, and he began to talk about Jesus in a way that I would never heard before. And instead of the words going over my head, all of a sudden it felt like he was speaking directly to me. I can just remember thinking, I don't know what this feeling is, but all I know is I want more of it. And Jesus, I don't know who you are. Like, I, I don't know all this stuff about you. All I know is that I want to follow you. And from that day in the next few months, the more I heard about Jesus, it was like the more my, my, my heart came alive, the more I heard about Jesus, the more I began to understand why the angels were crying out and celebrating and worshiping because I wanted to do the same. And even since then, weekly, daily, today, I, I find myself and I see just a glimpse of my own brokenness myself without jesus today not 20 years ago and i'm just like i just need you or i see a glimpse of his love and it's like i've heard of your love before god but i never understood that i've heard about your faithfulness but i never knew just how faithful you are and in those moments without even thinking about it, it's like my my soul my heart it stands up and i just begin to worship i just begin to worship That's why we can celebrate. That's why you and I can celebrate. Today, if you're here and you're like, I wanna know why, why I can, I can celebrate, my encouragement to you, is start following Jesus and you'll find out why. Why are the angels crying out? Why are they celebrating? Again, start following Jesus and you, you'll begin to understand why. For those of us who are or maybe following Jesus, like, oh, this message isn't for me. Yes, it is. If you're already following Jesus, my encouragement, follow him closer. Follow him with your whole heart. If there's a part of your life that you haven't surrendered yet, just surrender all of it. Get as close as you possibly can. Understand more of his truth, more of his grace, more of his mercy. Again, start following Jesus, and I promise the longer you follow him, the closer you get to him. The more you'll see a glimpse of why the angels were celebrating. You won't be able to help yourself without someone telling you, all of a sudden you'll find yourself standing. And you'll just you're just like, Glory to God. Today a savior has been born. Longer you follow him, the more I promise you'll find yourself celebrating with the angels. Let's pray. Gracious Father, heavenly, heavenly God, Heavenly King, we're so thankful that you so love this world. You so loved us that you sent us Jesus. That whoever, there's no requirement, there's no restrictions, whoever, what kind of invitation is that whoever believes in him will not perish but have an everlasting life. God, today I pray for the person across campuses and network churches that is just why. I want to know why. God, I pray that you would show up to them so clearly that even today you'd show them a glimpse of your love for them, a glimpse for, for your faithfulness, of your mercy, of the grace you want to shower them with. God, I pray for that person that they take the first step in beginning to follow you, that they just put one foot in front of the next for those of us who are already following you. God, when we get closer this Christmas, will we, will we understand more of your grace, more of your peace, more of your self-control. God, I pray for all of us today and every day when we join in with the angels and celebrate it in worshiping the coming of you, our King, Jesus. We pray these things in your name and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at I am embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today, and if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at imembrace.com. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week.